All right, Mike, I have a legal question. Hit me. So um, let's say I had like $100 million and someone comes up to me with a gun to my head and says, give me that $100 million, uh, sign this contract, giving me the $100 million or I'm going to shoot you in the head. And then I'm scared of getting shot in the head. So I sign the contract and he takes my $100 million. Um, do I have any recourse or am I kind of out of luck? Yeah, I think you have recourse. I think that it's um, I think that it's uh, the contract. That contract is voidable, if not void, um, because I think that it's it was signed under duress. So it's it's a it's a pretty it's a, a well known um, concept in contract law. So I think that you you could set the contract aside. But the problem is, this isn't a legal term, but it's uh, you know just a common sense one that. It's a, possession is nine tenths the law. So, <laughs> if you signed over everything, hundred million bucks, under duress, and the money's gone, you might be able to set that contract aside, but you're still gonna need, gonna need to get that money back. And that's that's the that's the real tough part. That's the hard. This is the uh, hey, um, I might control the corporation, but if somebody else has the keys to the building, and I can't get into the building, do I really control the corporation? That's right. There's yeah, it's exactly so. It's uh, so yes, it's it's not a it's it's not a, an enforceable contract, but it's obviously a problem. So, uh, so if, so you, if the contract said I have to turn this over to you, but I haven't actually turned it over yet, and then he goes yeah. and goes to the court of law and demands I turn it over, I'm probably in good shape. But if I actually yeah. have turned it over, if I've given him the money, getting it back becomes a lot harder. So the time is of the essence. If somebody is trying to get you to sign over your life your life savings. Uh, move quickly, get some help. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, move quick, quickly to get help, but also slow roll the guy trying to take your money. That's right. That's right. And so, so I don't know what happened in this particular situation, but this guy, Mr. Dahl, has apparently been getting millionaires to just sign over their fortunes to him one by one, um, and uh, and 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 successfully. He's like, I guess he's, I assume he's collected that money. He actually had it in his possession. Yeah. So I mean, the, and the police were involved. That this was this unimaginatively named Mr. Dahl. I mean, it's, you know, he's, he's no porcupine, you know, in so far as like naming himself, but um, this Mr. Dahl had people sign over their, like, not just, I think, not just signing over their personal wealth, but also control their corporations. Um, and it was obviously a problem and it, but it was happening relatively quickly because my understanding is that, that three of the richest people in the city uh, had, had, had fallen for this and had uh, signed over their money. And, You'd think that this that they would have tied it, you know, not just gone to the police, but actually gone to the courts to kind of, you know, to uh, to stop what was happening. But right? but they're doing the, there was a reverse, right? Like when the police got involved, um, I think uh, Mr. Carter was the, was one of the latest victims. They they asked him to get to like they 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 the, the police didn't believe this was this was happening legitimately, and they said, hey, you should, you need to file a complaint, and we'll go after Mr. Dahl. And Carter wouldn't do it. Carter was like, no, 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 give it all to him. I don't want to complain. But it's weird though because like. He wasn't just signing over his personal wealth. I understood that he was signing over his company. So you think that, say, shareholders in the company um, or the board of directors would have intervened and said, this is a problem that, that now suddenly the company is going to be directed by this one person. So I, I, I would imagine that this didn't play out the way that we saw that it played out, that there would have been some kind of legal, um, legal action taken to prevent this one guy just taking over, um, you know, stealing all this wealth. And because and, and, it was duress so that, we, that we've learned, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It, it, so cl- clearly now we have, we have more facts on the table because I think what what Mr. Dahl's big mistake was is he went off went after one of the richest guys, right? Like after going yeah. after after these like multimillionaires, he went after uh, Tony Stark. Who, I, I don't know, is he is he a billionaire? I'm not even sure. Uh, definitely a hundred millionaire ish type guy. Um, but more importantly, Tony Stark has like Iron Man as a bodyguard, and once this Mr. Dahl went after Tony Stark, effectively Iron Man just took him out. Yeah, and so it's 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 funny, right? Because we've talked before about like what what exactly is Iron Man's role with um, with Tony Stark or with with Stark Corp, um, and it, it couldn't be. I think it was clear before, but it couldn't be any more clear that he, that Tony Stark is there. Sorry, Iron Man is there to protect Tony Stark. Yeah, it's interesting. So we talked about this um, uh, a couple well a couple weeks ago now when uh, it was clear that Iron Man. Is was working for Stark Corp, and we were debating whether the Avengers were or not. I think the question now is: Is Iron Man working for Stark Corp, or is Iron Man working for Tony Stark? Yeah, and I think if you're a shareholder in, in Stark Corp, you want to know that. But maybe, maybe they're okay with it because you know, without Tony Stark, there wouldn't be any Stark Corp because Tony Stark is the one. He's he's a one man shop in a lot of ways, right? He's he's a design. He's a you know business genius, but also he's an, a, an engineering genius. He comes up with the designs, um, and so while there's other parts of the company. I think that Tony Stark is the most important piece. So maybe, maybe the Stark Corp is content with the idea that, that um, I guess funding or paying Iron Man to protect their their golden goose is is worth it. Yeah, well, it's it, it, we call it uh, like it's 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 key personage uh, risk or, or key executive risk. Like if mm-hmm. if Tony Stark were to die tomorrow, the stock uh, Stark Corp stock price would just collapse. That's right. Um, Right, so he is extremely important. Now he he owns the majority of Stark Corp, but there's still lots of other shareholders who are involved. And if Tony Stark ever goes under, or ever decides to walk away from this business, um, or is well, decides to hand the business over to Mister Dahl, um, Stark Corp shares are going to collapse. Yeah, you got maybe Mister Dahl didn't do his research well enough, you know, to know that if he steals his company from Tony Stark, it's not really worth, you know, what you think it is, but. Um, but regardless, this does seem like it's 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 a worthwhile enter, you know it's worthwhile for the company to to keep Iron Man around. But um, and, and in this case, so, so, so you're you're saying that Iron Man is a good use of shareholder capital. <laughs> I think that in this it must be, I guess. But it it doesn't lead to a broader question though, Ed. Like, is this where we're going? Are we not kind of entering into some like so? <clears throat> like, there's, Tony Stark isn't necessarily unique. He's there are other um, science, scientific genius, engineering geniuses um, that are running successful corporations that um, could warrant the protection that Iron Man gives to Tony Stark. So, how far away are we from companies that are going to be funding like superpowered individuals to protect their most important um, persons and assets? Well, to me, that's the big point. Like, if if Iron Man is a good use of Stark Corp shareholder capital. Won't wouldn't the equivalent of Iron Man be good use of shareholder capital for every other major corporation? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's and if he's not a good use of shareholder capital, if it's if it's a bad idea to be spending all this money on Iron Man to protect Tony Stark, then um, they should stop doing it. But if it is a, if it's a good use of capital, it should be a good use of capital for everybody, not just one company. Right. So you're thinking that like Iron Man would would would, would extend his his protection to. Um, CEOs of various companies, maybe um, uh, depending on what. Like, but it's is that I don't know if that's possible. Like, it may be that he needs to be on constant guard protecting Tony Stark, and there's just not a way to. Uh, hey, maybe there's a second Iron Man armor. Like, there's, there's no reason why you can't mass produce these things. Um, there may be a, 
it may be extremely expensive to mass produce them, but again, if it was making the second Iron Man armor is going to be less expensive than making the first Iron Man armor. Well, I think of it this way. I think that, you know, a bunch of companies could pool their resources together, much like, you know, they could pool their resources together to say own a plane, right. To, 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 to share it. Um, so they're not funding the whole cost of that, of that plane uh, for their use by their, their key, their, their, their executives. Um, so maybe that's what they would end up doing. But um, I, I wonder if, if you were the person that was presuming that Star Corp owns the Iron Man armor, um, why would they want to share with their competitors other than this general thing that, you know, the it helps the economy generally, you know what I mean? Well, By no. Protecting all the heads of these corporations. Yeah. Like, I think in, in most cases, like, 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 um, Star Corp makes, it's primarily, it's primarily a weapons manufacturer, right? Like a lot of their money comes from the government for, for like in the military providing weapons. Um, some oil company is not competing directly with Stark Corp. There's no reason why Stark Corp couldn't make an Iron Man armor and uh, sell that Iron Man armor, or, le- or more likely lease that armor to to Exxon, so that it can protect like the the, the key man at Exxon, or to protect the president. Um, you know, so I, I see that, but I guess let's ask a, that leads to an obvious question: Why hasn't that been done yet? And I think the answer is going to be because Tony Stark doesn't want it. Tony Stark doesn't want to have the proprietary secrets um, of the Iron Man suit out of the general population for, for various reasons. One being he doesn't want to share with other people. And the second one being that maybe he doesn't want to get into the wrong hands because it just it would just keep on escalating in this sort of like possible armor war. <laughs> fair, that's fair enough, but he doesn't have to do that because he can go and like, like imagine if so say Stark Corp owns the Iron Man technology and that, that hasn't been verified either. Like Iron Man no. might be coming from like a non Stark Corp, but say it is. Say it's coming from Stark Corp itself. They've developed this Iron Man armor. Well they can just develop another Iron Man armor, put somebody else another Stark Corp employee in the Iron Man two armor and send it off to protect Exxon, where Exxon can pay ten million, a hundred million, whatever the cost whatever they're gonna charge per year for that Iron Man armor to go and protect somebody else. Yeah, I mean, it just I guess the question is like, why have they done it? I think it's just because there's they don't I guess Stark Corp and Tony Stark don't see it as being in their interest for like for the money that they would charge. It it, it may it would be worth it, or maybe it's just not there is the need. Maybe there maybe I've over I've overemphasized or over exaggerated what you know how many people are are subject to like the risk of being kidnapped or whatever like Tony Stark. Yeah, well, it's not even the risk of being kidnapped. It's it's I think it's the risk of like what does it do to your share price if they are kidnapped. Right. If, the, right. if the CEO of Exxon is killed, then there's an, uh, an executive VP at Exxon who steps into his place, and Exxon probably continues to operate all the oil fields they were operating right. before. Whereas if Tony Stark gets eliminated, like, there is there is no executive vice president under Tony Stark that's going to step up and fill his shoes. Right. So maybe it's, it's, a, it's a much smaller niche, and so maybe that's why this hasn't been extended. But here's my, here's my other question. Like, let's say it's not necessarily just um, an Iron Man suit that could be used to protect other CEOs or heads of state or whatever, um, wouldn't um, say, what if Dr. Doom decides, because he's got a cool, like a, a, you know, a suit of armor. Iron, like Man Iron Man type suit, yeah. What if he just said, you know what, uh, I'll, he'll, I'll protect other heads of state. He'll just, he'll just you know, that are in his interest, right? To, to, to gain power or, or influence over them. Uh, what about, um, say, um, somebody hires a Hulk to like protect their interests. And before you know it, it's just more and more of these 
you know, companies or heads of state are using these superpowered individuals, like through either through technology or through, you know, special kind of superpowers to, um, to advance their own interests. And at what point are we just, are we, are we going from being like, oh, it's great that Tony Stark has a bodyguard to, oh, now we have superpowered private armies that are roaming uh, North America or Europe, you know, yeah, and is that, a, is well, that a safer world? It's, it's true. Like, like, like running your own army in America, I, I'm like, like, you're the lawyer, but I don't think that's legal. I don't think companies are allowed oh. to do that. <laughs> And no. so, so if they're, and meanwhile, if Iron Man, I'm sure could take on many armies. And so, yeah. what's the difference between if it's illegal for for Stark Corp to have an arm, a private army working for them, why is it not illegal for them to have a private, superpowered individual working for them? That's right. So, like you, you, you know, it's just like with the X Men. I mean, there's one one of the guys can shoot beams from his eyes, right? So, what if he starts showing up uh, on the arm of some? Um, some some CEO of I don't know of a, of a steel company just just because and then is he there to protect him or is he there to intimidate other people like it just it's it, it's 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 certainly problematic. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a funny world we're going into where um, I think the big issue is individuals are becoming so powerful. Yeah, like, uh, t- t- ten years ago we didn't have this problem because like, yes, I'm, uh, Tony Stark could have hired a bodyguard, but that bodyguard just wouldn't be so powerful compared to like the might of the US military. Um, now we're in a place where these superpowered individuals are so powerful that just hiring one of them or having one of them work for you is so uh, so game changing. It's like having, having a, like a, a nuclear bomb at your side as you walk into every meeting. And it's, it's gonna be hard to ignore that nuclear bomb that's sitting right there and could go off at any time. Um, it's, yeah, it, it, you use the word, it's intimidating. Yeah, and so that's where I, that's where I think we're, we may be going because people are noticing this. I mean, we all we've all noticed that Tony Stark has Iron Man as beck and call, and it's helped him out. And so, what happens if some 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 upstart company just wants to get get ahead of the game and 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 it just we end up it goes well beyond just protecting these people, but advancing their own their own selfish interests. And then we just have a bunch of gangs running through throughout the world. So it's not just that we have superpowered groups of people that are benevolent. We have we have superpowered groups that are beholden to um, corporations that are t- telling them what to do, and I, I find that alarming. I, well, I, and I think the one thing that's saving us because we don't see that now, right? Exxon does not have their own version of Iron Man. Like uh, 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 Procter and Gamble does not have their own version of Iron Man. It's only Stark Corp that, ha- that has its own version of Ar- Iron Man. And I think the reason why might be that, that hey, there's only like a dozen or so of these superpowered individuals out there that we know exist. They're probably really, really expensive. Like the reason why Procter and Gamble doesn't have the Hulk protecting uh, their CEO is that um, they can't afford the Hulk. It would be like a right. significant drain on their resources. And we don't like. I think what we should be asking for, we should ask Stark Corp for, is their next S one. They should be like explaining how what what I want an Iron Man line item and what it's costing them. Yeah. Well, then because you'd see maybe maybe it would it would it would temper enthusiasm to have. To have their own versions of Iron Man, they see that well, it's costing Stark Corp a hundred million dollars a year to have Iron Man, and uh, you get you can't afford it. You just can't afford to have this type of protection. Just like similar to again my, my analogy earlier about having a corporate jet, we can't afford a corporate jet, guys. This company isn't big enough for this. It's not worth That's it. Right. That's right. So the, hey, we're not we solved your problem. We're not going to have every company out there have their own private superhero army. Only the richest corporations are going to have their own superhero armies. What could go wrong? Thank <music> you.